Welcome back to First Gen's Table Talks with Leslie Mendez. We are celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month, and for this episode, I wanted to talk about the Latino first-gen struggles that many students face. It's important to hear and talk about the struggles that we all have, because in, I feel like in a way, we all relate to each other, but at the same time, we might not go through the same things or share the same experiences, but we're connected in some form. But before we begin, we do have special guests today with us. If you can all introduce yourself. My name is Rodrigo Reyes. I am a junior and I am from Russellville, Arkansas. My name is Aiden Lopez. I am a sophomore and I'm from Amity, Arkansas. My name is Litsy Baltazar. I am a sophomore and I'm from Russellville, Arkansas. My name is Christy. I'm a freshman and I'm from Fort Ice, Arkansas. And our fun fact for today is that El Salvador is the smallest country in Central America but has over 100 volcanoes. On its flag, El Salvador has five volcanoes and has earned the nickname the Land of Volcanoes. So let's get started. And the first question is, what is the challenge that we face as first-gen Latino students? Or it doesn't have to be students either. So it's just like whatever struggles that we all have. I think one of the biggest challenges that we face is the unknown. A lot of times we go into college, colleges and we don't have like a big brother or big sister that went to that same colleges. So just having to learn while you're in college on what to do, like stuff like that is probably the biggest challenges that we face. I'm going to add on to Rodrigo and say that I guess our um, involvement on campus is hard because since we don't, we're not as known to the campus, it's hard for us to get involved. Like we have to do it all ourselves. Um. I can kind of relate on that, but I really would say since I am an older sister, I am the oldest of my siblings, like I'm the one setting the example. So being the first in college, as soon as they hit to college, I'm the one that's helping with the paperwork and everything. So yeah. Okay. So with that, you already kind of jumped into my question, so we oh. can skip over it. But do you think your parents see you as a role model for your younger siblings? Definitely. Yes. Mm, kind of. And it's always been since high kind school. Of. Since mm -hmm. I graduated from high school, my parents are like, you have to set the example. They have to see what you went through, and they have to follow up to you or even become better than who you were in high school. Mm -hmm. And I even think, like, parents want you to not only be an example for your siblings but for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they want you to be, like, other little kids, like, oh, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it kind of everything goes in together. So it's not just really about like what we have, like what we face as students, but what we face just being first gen. So like, you know, obviously like I'm the oldest and that was something that I was talking about earlier is that um, it's just me and my brother and he's a boy. So it's like a lot of different standards, like the double standard is there. Mm -hmm. So the things that I went through, things he's not going through right now. So we're five years apart. I'm 21 and he's 17. So it's weird because every time I come home, I see the different, the way they treat him and the way they treat school. And I'm just like, oh, but you didn't have this with me. And so now that I'm in school, it's like, you know, when people, when our parents get mad about something or like my parents, one thing they do is like when I'm 
They're like, how do you fix Alexa? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you have Andy at home. Exactly. Why can't you tell them? I was like, bro, it's not that hard. Like, he can do it himself. That is a grown man. That looks, looks like a grown man. I'm like, he can do it. Like, why do I have to? And like, well, they're not teaching you nothing at school. Oh and I'm like, no, no. And I think we all get that. Whenever the smallest inconvenience they have, they just like throw it on you. And that's another thing about, like, a struggle that we have. Like, they just throw everything at you. Yeah, I definitely yeah. can relate to that, especially, like, with the double standard. Because my sister, she's currently a sophomore at the University of Arkansas, and I'm a junior. And, and uh, you can definitely tell that they're a lot more lenient with me. But when she comes back to wrestle, they're like, oh, what are you doing? Like, are you on top of your grades? Like, doing that? Are you cleaning? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, with me... They're pretty much chill with me. So I could definitely tell it's that double standard right there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, when I was in class, my mom called me. She was like, um, so I heard you're not going to a class. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was on me about, how are your grades? Are you going to class? And I was just telling her that I skipped my class because of that storm. Okay, not gonna go, not gonna go to class during that storm. You know I'm a scaredy cat. Like, come on now. And she was like, "Okay, well, just be on your classes, go to class, and all that stuff. Are you cleaning? Are you eating properly? And this and that." But when I get home to my siblings, my mom doesn't even ask them about school or anything. They're just chilling. Yeah. I get home. I gotta do the dishes. I gotta clean. What about them? <laughs> what about them? They're there. They got hands. Exactly. I'm like, I mean, like, mama. I just came home like can I not like relax can I not watch the TV like come on now I'm in school like you got kids here (laughs) okay so coming to college did you have your parents support I only had my mom's support because my mom and dad are not together so my dad was really on the more machismo side Mm. and he was like I did uh, he basically was like, no, she shouldn't go to college. She's going to drop out. She's going to have a little, her Domingo Siete, all that <laughs> stuff. I was like, oh. So after that, I stopped talking to my dad. But my mom was very supportive. That's why she's on my ass all the time. So, like, there's that. And then there's the whole the whole with the family side. Like, mm-hmm. some aunts are like, is she really going to go through with it or not? The chin yeah. yeah. The chin yeah. yeah. And then there's the uncles that are like, mm, I don't think she's going to do it. So, like, I'm here, like, sometimes I struggle with the whole uh, proving them wrong. Mm, yeah. And mm-hmm. then I feel like that's going to affect me a lot because I want to do this because I want to, not because I'm trying to prove people wrong. Me? Okay, uh, okay, okay. I, I have a very supportive family. Like, my family is all over me. They're like, yes, go you. <laughs> like, you're in college. <laughs> um, but I'm going to have to disagree on the, like, not having, like, not trying to prove yourself. I would, like, that'll help me. Yeah. In the, like, I, that's the reason why I keep going, because I'm like, oh, yeah. I already said I'm going to be a dental hygienist. When I go back to my hometown, like, I'm a dental hygienist. <laughs> okay. And I can agree with Aiden. Like, well, I can agree with both of y'all, but for me, proving my 
proving others wrong is such a big thing for me because I'm, I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm like, you do not know. And that, like, just, like, my it makes my ego just go up a little higher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know, like, sometimes we got to put, they be like, uh-uh, you got to put it down. But I'm like, no, 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 because I'm going to prove you wrong. You said something about me, and I'm going to prove you that that's not right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good thing. I mean, to me, it's a good thing. And then with family, I really could care less. I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm gonna put you aside because you Man. did not. Raise I don't need. Me. I don't need this negative energy yeah. from you. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, bye. Don't talk to me. Like, and that's what it is. Like, because I feel like everyone's gonna hate anything mm-hmm. you do. Like, oh yeah, she's in college, and I think that's like it goes back to something that they didn't accomplish. So it goes to my next question, and it's like, do you think? Do you feel like you sacrifice a lot for your parents' happiness? Yes. Most definitely. Yes. Yes. Okay, what? Mm, I don't really know what I could say. But I feel like... Okay, I would say to make my own happy, I had to be like... You know, like, I had to be okay all the time. I couldn't show my emotions. I had to be the strong one. Especially since I had little brothers looking up to me, and then they're always like, boys can't cry. So, like, that was where I was... I would try to be a little emotional towards them, but, like, nowadays it's like, uh, I don't know how to react to it. So whenever my like my mom tries, she has something going on, I have to be the happy one. I'm, like, the optimistic. I sacrifice that a lot. And I don't really like that. Because I'm, now I'm up here for me, so, like, I have to do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So, like, whenever I get a phone call from my brothers or from my mom about what's going on at the house, I try not to think on it because it's going to affect me up here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I took the risk coming up here two hours away from where I live instead of staying close to home and being in a little toxic environment that I did not want to be in. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely true. A lot of times... We're all college students, so a lot of times people don't understand that those two in the mornings where we're studying all night before tests, those midterms like we're in right now, or those final weeks, we kind of tend to put that aside for like people to show that we're okay. But like a lot of times we do have those mental breakdowns. We are stressed a lot. For example, like I mean, I'm working, I'm going to school, and I'm also in the military. Just a lot of stress. But usually I kind of put like a front in front of people saying like I am okay. But I mean, it's just everyone's. Everyone's stressed out, so it's just you kind of got to work through it pretty much. And do y'all feel like y'all can't tell y'all's parents that? Like that you're stressed or something? Yes. In a way, I feel like... Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <that's okay. laughs> but um, I feel like you can't tell, like, your parents, I'm depressed. Because then they'll be like, why? Like, you have everything. Like, I gave you everything. You shouldn't be depressed. And... Like, I told my mom, I was like, I just sometimes feel like I'm in my own bubble. And I can't talk to you because all you're going to say is, echale ganas. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, I feel what you're going through. Because she didn't go to college. She didn't struggle how I am. She didn't stay up till 3 in the morning studying and then waking up, like, at 5 to review what I studied. And all she's going to say is, sigue echando ganas. And that's your future. That's for you. And so I feel like I don't have anyone else. And since I'm the older one, I have to, like, put a happy face and be like, oh, I'm okay. Like, you know, don't worry about it. Yep. 
And um, she, you know, I'm going through the same thing right now, too. I was just trying to explain to my mom. And I'm like, look, I just can't even talk to you because you're not going to understand what I'm coming through. And it's not being mean. And it's, like, not, like, make being selfish or belittling them just because they didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make you understand that I'm really busy and I'm trying my best to put time into a lot of things, especially my family. Mm-hmm. And... I just think it's really hard, and I know that I'm not the only one that goes through it, but at the same time, I feel like it's just hard talking to others because it's like, man, you want to understand what I'm going through. Or like, when sometimes I'm sad, and I'd be like, I'm sad, he'd be like, sad for what? And I'm like, my old friend be like, sad for what? And I'm just like, see, this is why I can't talk to nobody. I'd be like, I'm sad too. <laughs> so, it's just hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's little things like that and it just makes me like it frustrates me and I think that's what adds more like into me or like get into my feelings more because I'm like man nobody understands me like not even my parents and if I try talking to my parents like it's gonna be something else and then that's where like the mental health comes into hand because you know I feel like Latino parents don't believe in therapy they don't they They be like Estás loca, okay. <laughs> you know, like, why, why are you do, like, people who self-harm, they're like, why are you doing that to yourself? That's exactly. stupid. Like, you're stupid for mm-hmm. doing that. I have a different approach. Okay. Because, like, like I said, my family's super supportive. And I, like, during midterms week, I had, like, a huge breakdown. And so I texted my sister, my older sister. And she actually is the one that, like, helps me through it. Because she, she doesn't go to university, but she goes to college. She's a nurse. And so she really helps me with everything that I go through. And I'll talk to my mom, but I think who really helps me a lot is my sister. Because she's taking those upper-level classes. And so she knows what I'm going through. And so she helps me. See, but you have a sister. You have mm-hmm. an older sister. Yeah, being the oldest, it's like you're, you're the one who went through everything. You're the one who went through middle school, high school, and now you're in college. For me, like all my brothers, they talk to me more than to my mom. They have more confidence in telling me what they're feeling mm-hmm. because I went through it too. I went to like I have some, one of my siblings. He's a junior. He does. He's focusing more on his schoolwork and he doesn't do any sports. My other brother, he's a freshman. He's in football and he's doing sports. And they're both in like, a lot of clubs that I was involved in. So like with my brother who plays sports, I can relate to him more. And I can tell him like, look, this is what you have to do. Try to do this and that. Like navigate your emotions, your um, problems, because this is how I did it. And with my other brother, I can't really relate, because like in school, I was, I would say I was smart enough to be in those AP classes, but not as smart as everybody else. I was just there. So like, he is like, more advanced than me, basically. So I can't really relate, but I would try to help as much as I can. But whenever they're struggling with, like, their feelings or what they're going on, like, what's going on with them, then I can relate to them. So, like, they have someone they can talk to, but who can I talk to? There's no one. I don't even, like, yeah, there's no one. Sad. 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 (laughs) Okay, so, did, did or do your parents have a certain expectation for you? So an example would be like career-wise. Did your parents think about, oh, you should be a doctor or a lawyer? Um, no. Yes. For me, yes, definitely. So usually a lot of people are like, oh, you should be a doctor, you should be a nurse. I'm like, well, I don't want to be that. Like, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I know a lot of people that are pursuing that right now. And you can see the stress 
and all the stuff they got to go through. And even when they get the job, it's just a lot of stressed out too. Um, so yeah, I mean, personally, it definitely is like that stereotype is like, oh, you should be doing this and that. But it's like, I don't, I'm not going to love that. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's different. So it's definitely a lot, it's definitely stressful when it comes to that part. So for me, no, uh, I've gone back to the proven people wrong. They would always like look down. Well, from where I'm from, they always look down on Hispanic people. They're like, you know, all they are farm workers. They're just construction workers, grocery janitors. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm going to be something big. So I did my research and then I found something that I really want to do, which is dental hygiene. And so my mom just supported me doing that too. <laughs> um, I would say like from my dad's side, um, he wanted me to be a teacher since he's a teacher in Mexico. And like when I told him what I wanted to be when I grew up, I was like, I want to be an accountant. I told him, I just want to work in businesses. I want to work for myself. And he was like, you can't. He's like, because you're a girl. You can't like work for yourself. He's like, you always have to listen to a man. You can't be your own boss. And I was like, but I don't want to. And he was like, even till now, when I talked to him, he's like, are you still pursuing the accounting like dream that you have? And I was like, I am. And I love it because why? I feel like I can be my own boss. And I was like, I don't have to depend on a guy to tell me what to do. Um, for me, I would say on my mom's side, like my older cousins, they decided to be like a real estate agent or a nurse. So when I started like, I'm, I was a junior and senior in high school, they were like, are you gonna be a doctor? Like you should be a doctor or a real estate agent. It's short, just like take the short way. I'm like, no, I don't wanna do that. Um, I don't think I can. I just didn't like it. It didn't really spark any interest to me. And then on my dad's side, I'm the first grandchild. And on top of that, I'm a girl. So they were really supportive. Some uncles and some aunts on my dad's side were uh, supportive to what I wanted to do. Especially one of my uncles, like, because he's a mechanic. So he was like, oh, so you're going to be a mechanical engineer. That means you get to work on this and that. We can do this and that together. So like, he's very proud of me, especially my grandpa. He he said, whatever you're going to pursue, I'll be right there with you. That's good. Yeah. That's what you need. <laughs> I remember like when I did, like I would do my protests in Little Rock. Boy, my dad was my biggest hater. And I'm going to say that. That's, that's one man I'm going to prove wrong. And he is such a hater. He was like, solo van a estar um, parados ahí gritar y que. And he was like, what money are you going to make? You know, that's just like for men, white men. And I was just like, okay. I was like, bro, I don't got time for you. It's 2022. <laughs> yes. And it's just like the smallest things. And that goes to like the support. Like I know I've always, I've always had my mom's support. But with my dad, it's just like we've never had like a really good relationship. So I guess that's just like um, adds more to why we have the relationship we have. I mean, it's all love. We don't hate each other. But, <laughs> like, I just feel like they just don't understand. And it goes to, like, also, this is a question. Do you think English is a barrier with our parents? And to me, it's a definitely yes. Because, like, I mean, I'm the oldest. They didn't know, like, they didn't know English. Like, they don't know, like, how pre-K worked, how, like, to help me with my homework, how, you know, like, the syllable. Syllab- 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 
syllables. Syllables. Like, you know, like the word sheets, and it would be like, unless numbers, like, you know, like things that they can understand, like numbers are so easy, like, oh, yeah. Because like, math remember, is the same in every country. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, it's just certain things that I'm like, like, I had to grow up yeah. fast. So, yeah, do y'all think English is a barrier for our parents? Yes. Definitely, yes. Especially, like, what you're saying with the homework, just, I remember, like, so nice, like, I'll be like, and like pre-K or like just whatever and I'll be stuck on like something in English or reading or something like that and I'm like who am I look who am I gonna ask help for like I mean my parents are there and I love them to death but they're not gonna help me so a lot of times you would come back the next day and be like well I didn't have the home I, I couldn't do the homework because I didn't understand it I can't rely on my parents to like help me out and then you see a lot of times usually just like like especially whites like they have those parents that been through college that been through everything that have a good career and that could help them out with that so it's kind of like a disadvantage at that as well i remember when i was in school like in elementary all the way to high school english and reading was never my strongest subject i would always have a c one time i had a b <laughs> i got in trouble for that oh my gosh i got chewed out but now but because i was over older sibling i always would help my siblings too but yeah, that was definitely a, a barrier there. I didn't have nobody to help. And then when the teachers, know, I would be put in after school tutoring for that. And it still kind of wouldn't help because the teachers were like, you should know this, like come on in. And um, I would say like speaking it too, because I am from the South, my accent is way stronger than up here. And a lot of people pointed that out to me. They're like, your accent is strong. And then uh, there's a whole, like, I would think, in my head, I think Spanish first, and then I'm speaking English. So usually, when I'm thinking of a word, I'm like, dang, how do you say it in English? Or like, yeah. uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an English word, and I'm like, dang, how do you say it in Spanish? Like, I always struggle with that, yeah. most definitely. I didn't. Uh, my mom got here when she was eight. She went to high school. She has a high school diploma, mm-hmm. and so... I didn't. I never struggled with that, and I'm the second oldest. So if I didn't have my mom, I had my older sister. So I struggled. Like it was really bad. Like I went for a whole month without doing my homework, and it got to the point where like I got sent to the principal's office, and I didn't know English. Like the way I talked to my teachers was, um, I made my friend tell them I needed to go beep beep because that's the only <laughs> thing I knew. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I need it. <laughs> That's all I remember. Like, uh, I would go up to the teacher's desk and I was like, you know, like a little baby. Like, you know, when they're talking, they're just like, beep, 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 beep. And then, like, the teacher was like, showing me to the bathroom. <laughs> but it got so bad that I had to um, go to this lady that she had a, like, a small business and she would sell, like, cosas, um, like, Mexican merchandise, like, you know, the cards that you, the parents would use to call back in Mexico, stuff like that. And she had a daughter. And my mom was talking to her about how I was struggling and that she, um, she kind of hated how she didn't know English because she couldn't help me with my homework. And um, I give thanks to the lady. And every time I see her, like I give her a hug because of, like, because of you, your daughter helped me. And this is where I came. And this is how far I've come. And if it wasn't for you, I would probably not be in college 
I would probably just like, you know, dropped out of school and even like a lot of people say, have my Domingo Siete because I just wouldn't have cared. But because of her and her daughter helping me learn the language and tutoring me technically for free because she didn't have to, but she did it because, you know, she was like, I believe in you. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's true, like, and sometimes I wonder, like, if our parents, like, feel guilty for not helping us. Because I feel like I've never heard them say, like, you know, like, I'm sorry for never, like, helping you or doing something. Like, you know, I feel like that goes into, like, a deeper level. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this podcast is ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other question is, um, do you feel like you had to grow up at an early age? So... Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was in fourth grade, maybe, maybe I was in third grade, I can't remember, my parents divorced. So as soon as that happened, my mom was working 24-7. We come home to an empty house. I'm like, what, seven, eight at the time? So at that point in time, I'm I'm just now learning how to do the dishes. <laughs> so I have to so do the dishes. Those, the most I could do with food was do a sandwich. So I had to learn how to cook at a, a very early age, and then I had to teach my brothers this and that. It was very hard. Like, and I just, yeah, I had to grow up. I had to, like, with, like, mm, I would say I had to be the bigger person sometimes. And, like, my mom is, she's more of a friend to me than a mom. I would say that. So whenever I would get in trouble, or I would get myself in trouble, that's when she went to tag, like, a <laughs> but whenever I wasn't in trouble or this and that, it's all laughing giggles with her. We're talking good and this and that. So whenever I tried to like talk to her about something serious or something like we need to talk about, we bump heads a lot. And I don't really like arguing because that's what, that's how my parents divorced. The arguing. So I hate arguing with people. So usually I bite my tongue, speaking to my mom. So growing up, I had to like, okay, if my mom's not gonna teach my younger siblings about this, then I will. Definitely, especially from like a male's standpoint, it's like, pretty sure everyone here is just like, oh, like man, you're supposed to grow up, you're supposed to grow up fast, like come on, you're supposed to be the pride of the family, this and that. So that's definitely a lot of pressure, uh, especially when I was growing up, because when I was born in New York and then I moved here at an early age, so just definitely does that change kind of helped me, kind of forced me into, like, growing up quick. Um, so, definitely, I, I, you didn't even go into college, like, you're kind of taught, oh, man, don't go to college, I, like, there's no point for that. You're supposed to have a job set by the time you're 18 and work that until the day you die to provide your family, this and that, like, no complaints. So, so yeah, that was definitely a, a problem growing up, especially for, like, males. I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to that. I have... Uh three younger siblings and when the twins my youngest are the twins and they were born when I was 13 so my sister was 15 and we were basically like second moms and we would have to help my mom all the time you know cancel plans with our friends to help mom you know because we they have a dad but you know he's working and during the day we had to be the ones to help her and do everything so I learned a lot of uh what is it house chores and doing all that stuff that's that's how I had to grow up fast. Yeah, I feel like I grew up fast having to read papers, like the mail. 
like in English, I'll be like, read this. I'll be like, I don't even know how to read. I was like, set your appointment. I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And now I, but I feel like that helped, helped me because I'm not shy anymore. You know, I can go up to someone and be like, I need this without feeling intimidated being like you know because i have some friends that still don't know how to order mcdonald's like they, <laughs> i've been the one talking for them literally like um i remember high school my friend was like can you order this for me and i was like girl we're literally in fr- front of them how am i gonna order for me she was just telling me and i was like the, the dude's right there you can order for yourself and she was like i have anxiety and i feel like we also don't like as latinos we don't experience that because we've always had to learn first you know yeah in a way though because I feel like maybe it adds up because I feel like um I know some people that they have obviously we all have to read papers at a young Mm -hmm. age but I feel like they get scared to talk to others because of like when they were younger they had to talk to people or something so I feel like it I don't know it could be a 50 50 some people get anxiety or they just like be scared. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I'll be scared. I could I've been more um confident with talking to people more, especially because I'm coming to college. But when I was in high school and stuff and my friends would try to introduce me to other friends, I'd be like, Hey <laughs> I remember I remember when I was with my boyfriend one day, he was like, I want you to introduce you to my grandma. I was like, <laughs> the whole time. I was like, Hey, Hey. And she was like, she was like, what's your name, baby? I'm like, Christy. <laughs> and I was just now getting comfortable with his mom, like, talking to his mom. So even though I was the one who always had to set up the appointments and this and that, I'm still a little shy. Yeah. I'm, I'm being scared sometimes. Like, why is this girl so quiet? Mm-hmm. I just have to get comfortable around people first. And then that's where I show everything. I'm loud. <laughs> I'm happy. Like, all that stuff. Okay, so how do you cope with your struggles? Probably for me is um, definitely working out. Working out, probably like just putting my headphones on and working out for two hours, just listening to music that definitely just copes with everything. I feel like for me, I've gotten to the point where if I don't work out a certain day, I feel like I can't be productive that day. So I need to go to accomplish this by working out so I can accomplish other tasks throughout the day. So definitely working out is probably one of my biggest things that helped me out. I'm gonna say working out too, but I also listen to a Christian podcast on Spotify. And you know, my my relationship with God needs to get closer, but that's that's really what I do. I journal. I have a journal and I tell myself what I wanna achieve that day. It's always in the morning and at night. So in the morning, I'm like, what do I want to achieve today? Um, How do I want to keep pursuing in life? And then at night, I'm like, did I accomplish this? And then I just write it down. Like, I give thanks to God for letting me, you know, see another day. And then um, just telling, writing down what I want to thank him for, for like my education, for having health and stuff like that. But I feel like journaling has helped me a lot and also meditating. I would say I journal, but I journal differently. At the end of the day, or like when I'm doing my classes and I know I can relax, I I found a little spot here at the lake. So I just sit there and I write about my day. 
and then usually like um, I'll tell my boyfriend me and him we met each other when I was in middle school so we were friends before we even got together so me and him related on a lot of things so at the end of the day me and him talk about our day and we like we help each other throughout this and that so I really rely on him a lot too just like he relied on me and I do the whole journal thing and then I uh to cope too I also listen to some podcasts like there's this one that's called the IE and friends like they talk about because they're a Hispanic podcast and then I listen to lyrics on songs that I can relate to me <laughs> I don't know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I really just go day by day Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I, I feel like I can't journal, I'm just too busy, like, I just, to be honest, sleeping and showering, showering, showering? I talk about my shower, <laughs> I mean, but I still be thinking in my shower, like, that's where I get all my ideas, like, it's just a shower just relaxes me, and being by myself, like, I just feel like there's times where I'd be like, I just gotta go, like, I have to, I'm sorry, but I need to, I need y'all to leave, I need my space, and, like, I start just being in my room sometimes, because I'm like, I just can't deal with nobody right now, I need some peace for myself, and then that's how it goes. Alright, so, the last question is, what advice do y'all want to give to our listeners who are also facing these similar struggles, like us? I'm gonna say the basic, you're not alone. Uh, find a fellow Latino <laughs> and y'all just talk about it. Yeah, I would say that too. Like, I would say if you're in a different, I hate change. I hate it with a passion. I don't deal with it in like a good way. I just, I don't know why, but I hate change. So if you like, if you hate change, you're in a whole different environment from where you're at then I would say try to look for people that you can relate with. Try to talk to people. Try to open up and see who you can become friends with and who you can't. And especially, yes, try to find a fellow Hispanic, Latino, whatever you want to call them, and try to talk, see what y'all can relate to and talk it out. Echilinganas. But yeah, I agree with the fellow Latino um, because you guys have things in common and you can be like no it won't be the change and just keep give telling other people you know you can do it and just knowing that they have your apoyo um that's just just a journey it's not a sprint so like the person you were last year is definitely a different person than you were this year um you've been through a lot of struggles um but you came out of them so and then you're probably going to go through more struggles later on but um it's just a journey and just enjoy it pretty much yeah the way i see it by the i mean at the end of the day you're always yourself like i don't think it'll be your person the person who you'll marry your sibling it doesn't matter because at the end of the day you're yourself and you're supposed to take care of yourself and okay we oh, there's this one quote i used to live by but people used to be hating on it so much <laughs> but Live and you die. That is true. It is. Like, you live and you die. And I'm like, and you gonna die by yourself. Well. (laughs) 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 I mean. I mean, you technically do die by yourself. So, that's what I said. Take care of yourself. Unless you get a big casket. (laughs) 
So I just want to thank you all for being our special guest today and being able to share your personal stories. I had a great time listening and conversating with y'all, and I hope our listeners were able to learn or relate with our challenges that we face as first-gen students. Please make sure to follow our social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, we're ATU First Gen, and on Facebook, Arkansas Tech University First Gen Student Experience. On campus, we're in Doc Bryan 222. See y'all on our next episode. Mm-hmm.